0: All right, welcome back to the Predictable Podcast. Today is October 22nd, 2022. We're going to be talking about what happened last week in week six and our predictions there, as well as week seven and our predictions coming up. So let's get into it. Um, Last week we had a couple of good bets. Some of them came true, some of them didn't. I think oh, yeah. a big one that we can oh, start yeah. with. Let's talk about our boy Russ, because we left it out on Let's Ride. How did he ride last week, boys? <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's a ride his way to the bench. I don't know. So The the dude, they are the lowest scoring team in the NFL. They have, you know, potentially one of the best rosters in the NFL. I know they lost Devontae Williams. And, but I think um coaches in over his head. I think that's ultimately what it is he's been given weapons they got russ i know he's dealing with some injuries so they say but um if it wasn't for that defense they <laughs> i mean they're losing a lot of games it right would now be bad. But they it would, would be, be ugly
2: bad. it would be really bad if they weren't yeah but russell wilson is definitely i would say the biggest uh biggest letdown from any trade that we've done or that we've seen this year it was it was going to be so beautiful too because we saw <clears throat> we saw tom brady leave new england after a great career go to tampa bay win a super bowl we saw uh matt Matt stafford Stafford, yep in detroit obviously he played with megatron which is crazy to think about how long he's actually been playing for but played with megatron but you know obviously struggled on the lions as the lions do i mean even the great barry sanders could barely dig the lions out of a hole so uh you know we saw him traded over to the rams sean mcveigh same year in year they bet on it all they got everyone they could over on that team And uh, won the Super Bowl. And so, you know, when we look at Russell Wilson, it was like leaving Seattle after a great career. You know, their offensive line was crap. Their defense, you know, never really rebounded from the Legion of Boom. Obviously, you know, Chris Carson was injured the whole time. And, you know, so we definitely thought, like you said, Russell Wilson coming over with all these, you know, like Jerry Judy was supposed to be big. Obviously, uh, Tim Kirkpatrick got hurt early on. Cam Sutton obviously deals with injuries a lot. Uh, the two-headed monster of Melvonte, uh, half got hurt early on being Javonte Williams and Melvin Gordon fumbles, uh, like an old woman. So actually I'm taking a look here and just for anyone out there that, that I guess does fantasy as I'm looking over my crappy team here as it's falling apart because I bet big on the Broncos. Did you know that Russell Wilson right now in quarterbacks for a PPR league, if you're looking to pick up a quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, Heineke, who's replacing,
1: Carson um, Wentz.
2: Yeah, Wentz over the Commanders. Daniel Jones, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota are all projected higher score than Russell Wilson this week in fantasy. That's Sorry. saying something. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> wild to me something that something – I mean, in, uh, with all due respect, Daniel Jones, you know, his, he's horrible. But the defense with <clears throat> a certain defensive coordinator have been doing phenomenal. And so really interesting. But, yeah, Russell Wilson <laughs> –
0: yeah, so your about AFC there, predictions, I think uh, Tyler put it on the point with that's wild because they are definitely not panning out to be...
2: Yeah, great, I mean, I definitely great, got to take my medicine right on
0: that one. Yeah. I mean, it was...
2: <laughs> I, I think I think I got... I think I may have had what I call the, the Cleveland Browns syndrome, which is when <laughs> you look at a team on paper and you think to yourself, wow, how could this not be competitive? You know, putting them at the top was definitely a stretch just because Patrick Mahomes is in there. But I definitely thought they'd be more competitive. So when I look at the Browns of, like, later years, and it's like, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, look, Miles Garrett, look, we got Denzel Ward, you know, and Joku's just got a big contract. Baker was the number one overall, like, the best offensive line in football, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you guys suck
1: still. So I mean, that was kind of my thing, like, it, you know, watching Russell in Seattle, when I watched them play, it wasn't it wasn't good. See, he wasn't good, and I thought he had better weapons in Seattle. I always – I'd rather take Metcalf and Lockett because they're – I mean, I think think
2: Metcalf is definitely – I mean, Lockett definitely, I think, flies under the radar. Metcalf obviously is a a monster. I mean, even in the draft when he was falling, I was like, yo, this guy on just a a straight go route would be incredible. You know what I mean? But I definitely think that part. But when I was looking at it, I thought Denver would just have a better platform, and I agree with you. I think actually one of the biggest issues here, I definitely think Russ – as a lot of seasoned quarterbacks have been kind of take that step off the cliff. And it's not like, Hey, we're having like a steady decline. Hey, he's throwing for maybe 500 yards less this season than he did the prior. It's like, you're seeing like the Drew Brees where this phenomenal hall of fame quarterback is like not finishing seasons. He's, he's injured. He's having horrible games. He's having massive turnovers. You know, we're kind of seeing it with Matt Stafford, right? Like just want a super bowl. And now it's this year. He's like having two, three interceptions a game you know so it's it's you see these massive declines and and maybe that was russ a year ago but i definitely thought it was more like hey chris carson can't stay healthy they don't have a running back obviously with the addition of walker who's been he's looking great um their offensive line was bad the defense was horrible they had traded away uh carlos dunlap they didn't really bring anyone else on i think one of the you know one of the corners was getting torched in preseason you know they were not looking like they were going to be anything so it was definitely a uh, Definitely an interesting so turn for sure, but numbers, that,
0: thats thats sports. Broncos are two and four right now, right? They got a record of two and four. Another couple, like you said, the Cleveland Browns syndrome—they're also two and four, ironically. And then your team, Tyler, the Steelers, also another two and four. But we have this week a uh, matchup between the Broncos and the Jets, and the Jets are inverse of that—they're four and two. So you guys thinking that Broncos are going to be able to make any sort of rally the rest of the season, or is it just done? Are we done?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the, the, the problem yeah. go ahead. Go for it. Right, okay. The Bron- the Broncos, right? If you look at their schedule throughout the past weeks, they've already had three or so games that they should have been able to bounce back and show everybody, you know, we are a good team. Uh I don't I <laughs> this is a tough game for me because I'm still in that mindset kind of that again on paper you look at the broncos Mm -hmm. and and with that defense Mm -hmm. i do think they can kind of you know zach wilson isn't i don't think he's great so i I do think that defense can keep that offense in check but on the other side of the ball i can't count on denver to score any points. the the jets
2: win this game the jets win this game it's simple as that i i never thought i'd say that out loud but the the jets are going to win this game it's not even due to their schedule it's 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 due to there's there's going to be a couple issues that we already see one we don't know what russ is doing because sometimes he has flashes but that's probably more when they're like having preset plays hey the first you know the first outing there you're going to do these eight plays right and we've practiced them a hundred times over in practice so like that's why i think in the game last week we saw i mean that was the best russell wilson we've seen all year couple great passes marched right down touchdown Right? Dangerous, dangerous. It's dangerous. And then <laughs> after that, cool. it was like it's like he's never played football before. So I do think, and again, we see some of that with like not so much in like seasoned quarterbacks, I feel like. You know, they definitely had the scripted plays, but like you seem like with Kenny Pickett. Came down, marched down, looked really good, boom, touchdown. Rest of the game, obviously the concussion was a problem, but it was like Rest game was like, meh, like couldn't really move the ball. So it's like it seems like for some reason Russ now can't like continue doing that, or if it's the head coach. But end of the day, if you have a head coach that can't make the right calls, or you have a quarterback that can't execute. It just doesn't matter what pieces you have around. And I'll say this, Robert Sala, at that defense at the Jets, what he's been doing, you know, went and drafted heavy on Sauce Gardner. Obviously, they paid C.J. Mosley, who's still over there, some good defensive linemen. Obviously, some good schemes that he's he's been able to bring over there. But you want to know what I think is going to make the difference? It's hmm. Brees Hall. That guy's going to have a game. I They're gonna. I think you're absolutely right. Packers, Passing right. against Patrick Sertain, and I don't know if it's Justin Simmons back yet or not for the safety over there. But you know they have some good corners over there. I think Bruce Hall's gonna eat again. He ate last week, and I think they'll keep feeding him until they someone can stop him. So I'll take the Jets there. It yeah, could be nice, very definitely. close. It could be kind of boring. But Russell Wilson, who just doesn't score. It's just you can't win football games that yeah. way in the NFL. So right now the Jets are at
0: a, a negative one twenty odds and the Broncos are plus one two. So we'll see. I mean that's not it's not like a complete blowout as I mean, as it's gets. it's not so, the
2: blowout and yeah. it will be close. I think that's a good coin toss type of game. Yeah. But I mean, they're even telling you Vegas will, Vegas will take the odds on the Jets and too. Jets
0: well, over thirty six and a half game against the the uh...
2: that's The over is 36 and a half. So I think that's massive to 16 (laughs) points a team essentially is what they're, you know, they're, they're, they're betting on there. So that's a, that's a low scoring game, but I think that's right in line. You know, like Russell Wilson, if they get more than one touchdown, I'd be surprised. You know, it would be like, wow.
1: (laughs) All right.
0: here's, (laughs) Here's a bit of a touchy topic. So sorry in advance, Chris, but last week we talked about the Ravens giant. You know matchup, Oof. and I was, mm-hmm. I think, the only guy saying that. I'm thinking Giants are going to keep that momentum of I think five and one going, and now yeah, and I now I think that game, I, I
2: think that game. I mean, like the Giant, I mean, they won, so you can't say anything about it. But let me put it this way, um, they didn't. I mean, I guess they technically did. They didn't necessarily win the game. We lost it, if I can say it like that. When okay. it doesn't matter what team you are. Uh, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, what? No, let me finish. It doesn't. does Doesn't matter what team you are. If you turn the ball over twice in a red zone you're probably going to lose the game because if the if they convert even i mean even if they're converting field goals you know what I mean like they're they we're giving them points so the fact that obviously they basically could have converted two touchdowns on us was nah, just I did bet on that last horrible. week you know, it was a
0: plus 390 for Giants to win so that I mean you compare that just uh, to Broncos layout you know I, I yeah I mean their defense is great
2: I mean what's what's kind of funny here as well Jake is so what do we always say so do you want to know where the defensive coordinator came from that's having so much success <laughs> in the Giants right now do you know what team guess he was it
0: starts from? with an R and ends with their Avens <laughs> exactly right so I
2: mean He's he's a great defensive coordinator. He blitzes like a mother and he still is doing it. Actually, I think the Giants are the most they're the most heavy blitzing team defense in the league right now if I remember correctly. They're five so and one. he deft- one deft- he's definitely turned that around and and, and the gets. offensive piece looks ugly uh because Daniel Jones can't throw a ball and they don't have wide receivers, but they have the best running back in the league right now. They side so, with
0: the Bills for a record know. too. So if Bills are our favorite and Giants are right there. Up there I mean, I if 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 the Bills and the Giants played each other. Here.
2: I don't think anyone, unless you're a Giants fan, will take them, unless you're a real betting man. I think the Bills are, are an yeah. offensive juggernaut, so I think that that wouldn't really make a difference, but, you know, no, who knows?
0: I you have that bet. We talked about it last week where um, I guess it's not allowing me to cash out probably because I'm online here. I'll check on my phone, but that Buffalo Bills bet, I'm going to see how that's still uh, increasing essentially week over week. as they keep I mean, playing. they just look better and better and
2: better and better. Yeah. They're getting more people back. It's just... I, I think I think the Bills, it was smart anyway. I think they were the, the Super Bowl favorites anyway. But, I mean, Josh Allen could win league MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and if, obviously, they bring the Super Bowl champion home. So, I mean, I, I think the Bills right now are definitely the highest expectation, you know, to,
0: to yeah. close it out, especially after they beat the Chiefs. So, good game, but, you know. Now, last week, won. I'm pretty sure Tyler probably would have bet with his team on the Steelers as well, too, but they upset the Buccaneers. That was a pretty close game, 18-20. to 20. Was a, a so this is point.
1: this is what's weird about the AFC North, right? So we have the Steelers that are supposed to be bad and they are bad, but sometimes <laughs> they upset people. And then you got players like or teams like the Ravens that are supposed to be good, and we get upset. Yeah. It's the I think with them with them losing to the Giants, if they would have just lost to the Giants the way they lost, I would say that you lost you you lost the lead. But you this has happened to the Ravens the last four weeks. I think you have two touchdowns in the last four weeks in the second half. So I yes, the defense is, you know, giving up points, but Lamar needs to score more than two touchdowns and, you know, eighteen yeah, quarters. I think
2: I think the game would have been fine regardless without the but the two turnovers in the red zone are just you
1: can't but that's just good defense by the Giants. I mean, you... you I think you it's just go. poor offense on Lamar, actually. I think that the snap was
2: bad, and then he picked it up, and then he tried to still throw it downfield, like we talked about. Just get it back to the line of scrimmage. Just rip that bitch to the second second row of patrons and just throw it out of bounds. Take, I'd rather punt and give them the ball back on their 30 than obviously turn it over in the red zone and essentially set them up for a touchdown, which is what happened. So I, I think that's total... That That's a loss where you look at a quarterback and you're like, you lost that game. Like, maybe it was the center who took the snap, whatever, but wasn't the play call. It wasn't whatever. That ball should have been thrown out of bounds as soon as it got back up. Hell, you could have taken a sack, and it would have been better. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could have taken a 14-yard loss, and yeah, that would have been bad, but we would have punted the ball away. We wouldn't have literally let them score a touchdown. Yeah, there's been so.
0: a lot of questionable... Times where people are close to you know you can make the call and analytics as they say on the on the ship like the tv commentators are talking about they're saying oh they should have kicked that you know like why are we going for all these there's so many teams that i feel like are just playing it risky they're not playing it it's, safe it's a little game. bit more it's of how
2: good. it's done these days is because originally as you remember years past like you no know one if it was fourth and one it's really rare to see people go for it i mean it was really rare and then it became something where it was like it'd be like fourth and one or on a goal line and the qb would just push it forward right they would just burrow in tom tom brady did it for many many years but now you just have so many of these college quarterbacks coming out that are just so extremely mobile that it's to cover that person is for a yard it's just extremely difficult but i totally agree it's positional and it's situational and i think that comes down to the head coach i mean at the end of the day your quarterback can want to go for it the odds can be in the favor but i also think you got to kind of take a good picture into what's happening in the game and who you're playing and take points when you can take points but
0: so let's talk about another big news i know i'm jumping kind of all over the place here but in the um in the nfc west we have a little bit of news that just uh, broke in the last couple of days right you guys want to talk about the 49ers new acquisition I am yeah, not going well, to say that. I also
1: called the Niners to win the division, but I seem to be doing pretty good at this.
2: Yeah, so well, and the, well, let's let's. I was going to let Tyler take that one because who's your RB two in fantasy?
1: <laughs> I do have Christian McCaffrey, so this <laughs> this is a. Uh, I'll, I'll get my fantasy opinion. Fantasy, I think. Um, you know, we play in a PPR format. This e... this
2: week may be a little lower. Yeah,
1: I, I just don't because. I, he I don't even expect brain. him to play. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even expect him to play. He might be active. He might come out for a few snaps, but to be out there and learn the playbook and cadence and all that shifts, all that within in a day. I,
2: mean, I think it's definitely you. I I think you're definitely going to see him in the red zone. That's where I think you're going to see him the most because how do you like Christian McCaffrey doesn't necessarily. I mean, if if he understands at least the concept of the play and which direction he's supposed to be moving, I think Christian McCaffrey's good enough and fast enough and agile enough. If you're within ten yards, he'll just get in. You know what I mean? So I think you could see him for some touchdown plays. I definitely do.
1: You definitely could. Um it, it, i I mean, they played the Chiefs this week. So you know yeah, pull it's gonna, the stops maybe. You, you gotta you gotta get some points, you know. Um I I do think, you know, San Frank has Devo and Ayuk and all that. That's gonna be a like great game. Wilson, yep. that they it, it should be, you know. Um and the NFL trade, I think you know both teams really kind of benefit from it. Carolina's a trash fire; they they they'll take whatever picks they can get. There's not a player on that team that can save a season, that can save no, next season, no. anything going forward. They need to rebuild that team. Yeah. No, and, and I think we
2: talked a little bit about that, right? Is like we because first off, San Francisco doesn't have a a first, second, or third round pick for the next like couple of years, I think. But um, the Carolina they're the worst Panthers in the
0: league right now, they're one in five.
2: Who Carolina? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's also because the Lions had a bye. But, um but yeah, they're they're not doing great either. You know, they're the 32nd ranked <laughs> team. Um, but what I mean by that too is, is I think we talked a little bit about this, Tyler, kind of uh, off the podcast. But like, I think what they're doing here is actually somewhat because of where they at is somewhat strategic, right? It's a this is, could be a smart play for them. I think. You know Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, they the they, those experience didn't work. CMC is coming up on becoming expensive or moving off of him anyway. You know he's obviously injury prone a little bit. He's doing great now, but you know you just never know with him. So like, I think they're positioning themselves because you have some good quarterbacks coming out of the draft. They're going to go for C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, Bryce Love. They're gonna go for at uh Alabama. There's another kid as well from another I think less dominant powerhouse school that I'm dropping here, but I think there's some good talent coming out <clears throat> so if you're the Carolina Panthers, you get some first round picks, you know obviously coming in from the just your draft positioning, you're getting the second round, third round, fourth round pick for next year from san francisco you know if you can get in there and get a a number one draft pick maybe you trade a couple of those to come back forward to a team you get in there and get another running back you get an offensive tackle you get something in there you know to kind of protect your young guy in there i think within a year or two you know depending how it goes however the you know how it's however it's done but you know maybe you could bounce back in a couple years make some strategic moves but unfortunately carolina is also one of those organizations where it's like short of cam newton
0: um you know they haven't really been a Dominant franchise, I would say. Absolutely. So one of the games oh. we were excited for last week was the Bills Chiefs game. That was a that was a big matchup. That was a good like game. We had like a Super Bowl kind of forecaster. Mm-hmm. Forecast I mean, I think that's season. an AFC Championship game. Yeah, more yeah. more than likely. The yeah. Bills obviously came out on top, so I think Tyler would do all right. And I think everybody agreed at the beginning of this podcast that the Bills were going to take it home. Take it I took the away.
2: Chiefs. Um, I took the Chiefs because they were home. They were the underdog at home, so I actually, in terms of betting line, I actually mm-hmm. took the Chiefs. Bills, I still think are Super Bowl winners. They're AFC Championship. I, I think they are the best team in the league, so it doesn't surprise me that they won. But I took Chiefs, and and again, great game. You know, however, it went, but what happened? Why did the Chiefs essentially lose that game? They threw it they threw an interception, late game interception, turned the ball over. Yeah. So like, you can even see like Chiefs tight games, Bills. Like, if you're playing a team regardless of how they've been in the past if they're doing well or whatever if you make these turnovers you can be the Chiefs Patrick Mahomes half a billion dollar quarterback with the Walrus coaching like if you throw a late game turnover in a tight game you you, you lose <laughs> you know what i mean so I, it's just the nfl you just can't make you just can't you can't make those errors you know what i mean
0: yeah, and I, or, I, made or, I mean, a or you'll leg lose on that last week, which it paid out obviously to bet on the. Bears. I know, and I know,
2: I know. We were talking about the Seattle Seahawks in that too, yeah. and that one came
0: to fruition yeah. obviously as well. I it's think, just uh, I, I, and they were the underdog in that game, right? And that's just, uh-huh, yeah. so so just, just uh huh, yeah. So just, just just can't trust Kyler to do what's right. <laughs> no. also, we can talk about the game that just happened the other day, which was just. But again, and... I
2: think that was—I mean—that was a defensive win. You know yeah, what, yeah. what I mean? That yeah. wasn't—I don't all think it was Cliff's coaching and Kyler. That was—that was. I yeah, D. piss
0: pissed at a point in the game, yelling, taking a time out, and just <laughs> fucking raging. At... Oh yeah, raging yeah at telling Nick him clip. to calm the fuck down. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
2: yeah. So I think again, like I think that's something where I mean, it, it was kind of like the same thing. Obviously, Mitch came in and did well, but I mean, like the Steelers' defense was was it, for all the outings, they for all the missing people, they controlled Tom Brady in that game. You know what I mean? Like these mm-hmm. defenses, and again, that's it's it's as much as I love Lamar, I, I agree with the thing is, is it's like you could have one great player, but you gotta have. Supporting Cass you know what I mean. Yeah. So you know, defenses. Maybe
0: where the Chiefs fell short because I had a anytime touchdown for Travis Kelsey, which I thought I also called that out. After getting week. four, like, that's guaranteed money, no problem. <laughs> yeah, after getting four the week before, and what like twenty five yards or whatever, he couldn't even pull one out. Now I'm sure he had plenty of good, you know, rushing slash receiving yards, but didn't have any love in the last game, and I don't know if that's potentially why they weren't able to make it happen is because the bills were just like yo target this kelsey guy shut him down. yeah i
2: mean you always wonder right i mean like every every team essentially does that and we as fans and armchair quarterbacks always go back and kind of look at that you know you look at like um look at the ravens sometimes it's like mark andrews two catches for 30 yards and it's like it's the best tight end arguably the best tight end in the league like what like the ball funnels through him like it does again like a travis kelsey you know travis kelsey isn't having a great game and they're losing and it's you sit back and wonder to yourself like why the hell you know, if I'm a Ram, why the hell is Cooper Cup not getting the ball? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Justin Jefferson for two weeks.
0: Cooper Cup two, didn't have anything last week either. Kelsey you know, know what I mean? Anything. Yeah, so
2: it's, it's, yeah. it's always interesting is these teams are, like, losing games, and then you look at them, and you're like, you're not using...
0: <laughs> and even DeHop, right? Like, I got excited for him coming back. I'm like, they're going to feed that guy the ball. No no touchdown. He had plenty of receiving yards. I think he was over 100-something receiving yards, but no touchdown for him either. It was a yeah, I think game. he was
1: 10 for 109 or something like yeah. that. But I mean but that offense the offense felt better to me. It I I mean, ran them Tyler, well. Yeah, you know, Benjamin looked good, that Ingram guy, he looked good, you know. Um but what's kind of funny, and you know, now Robbie Anderson's over there from Carolina as well. Um you know, Rondell Moore was someone that I expected to kind of have a big game, you know, D hop coming back. I thought he was gonna draw a lot of coverage and you know, Rondell Moore you know, being five so, seven. I was just laughing. Yeah, when you said big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he uh was supposed to be, I mean that that fade route where it's just called back for pass interference, but even if he you know if you did catch it, but you know, he was bobbling that all the way out of bounds. Um and that was it, you know, but Tell our listeners I, I, about your bet on that game. Yeah, so a little four leg parlay, um Kyler one touchdown hit. Uh what else do I have? a um, few other legs the only thing that didn't hit
0: 200 yards, or something.
1: 200 yards yeah hopkins over uh 50 yards or something like that and then uh kamara 49 and a half rushing yards ended up with 49 yards yeah uh with 49 yards with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter and you couldn't get you one more get yard for me. Got <laughs> receiving, but no more yeah so uh just interesting too as i'm
2: as i'm i'm looking looking around here as we're chatting i want to just share a couple things here first off Uh, I'm obviously not breaking the news here, the NFL and NFL Network are, but Russell Wilson is going to miss Week 7 due to a hamstring uh, injury. So he'll be out versus the Jets. When did that happen?
1: So So QB Brett Rippian
2: will start Sunday, if I said that correctly. If not, I butchered it. Uh, But he'll start against the Jets. Again, if Russell was playing, I still would take the Jets here. Um, But it looks like this other quarterback is. I will say this, though, and this could be interesting here, right? this kid could pull a Cooper Rush, whoever he is, right? I, I think I've actually seen him play. I think he's been at the Broncos before, maybe a little farther in the depth chart behind Drew Locke and stuff, but um, you know, who knows? Cooper Rush, Billy Zappi, these guys are coming in for these draft picks, these high-paid exactly. players, and they're playing well. So, who knows? Maybe the Broncos are better with this quarterback than they are with Russell Wilson. Like and I know team. that's crazy to think about, because I think about Super Bowl winning Russell Wilson, but if you look at what he's doing. I mean, he's
1: horrible. So well, here's, here's so the craziest knows? thing is like, okay, what, what offense would you rather have Chicago or Denver? Uh, Wh- which, offense? I'm sorry. Did you say which defense? What's offense? Which offense? Uh,
0: Healthy. Just, just real quick. Yeah. Just I'll say go. Chicago. I'll take, I'll take
1: the Broncos. What about Denver or Pittsburgh for offense? again? It's
2: Pittsburgh. Yep.
1: Yeah. Pittsburgh. In Denver and Carolina. <laughs> Denver. With with without CNC? <laughs> without, yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. Denver. Denver, yeah, <laughs> I
2: mean, like if I can get Javante Williams and Judy in them, like I'll take all those guys. I like I like them.
1: The crazy thing is, just those bottom teams that I just named. Denver's doing worse than all of them. Well, I, not, statistically
2: not wise. Now, wins and loss, they're better than Carolina, and they're tied yeah. with
1: Pittsburgh. But that's so, because of a defense. That's why I was asking offense. I know, but, keep...
2: I mean, partially yours is as well. So, I mean, like, that's – I mean, week one, for instance, was, like, literally straight defense was one of your wins. So, I mean, like th- – That's th- why I'm not saying was, wins. I'm just
1: yeah. asking offense because – Yeah, I mean, yeah. the offense is fucking horrible. Because <laughs> Because Denver – the reason I said it is because, Denver, like I said already, they are the least scoring team in the NFL. So – If you're looking at those teams and you're like thinking of the weapons that Chicago has, or Steelers, or Carolina, and then you look at Denver, even when they were healthy, were scoring less points, less efficient, less first downs, more turnovers, less completion rate against. All those teams, and I but, and
2: I I still think the coach is a large part of it because I think that whilst with Daniel Hackett or the organization bring in the other gentleman who was from the Ravens to help him make decisions like that I to me them is on the I that use the that hell. seems yeah they should have, that seems so <laughs> wild to me to be a head coach and then within like the first few weeks basically someone being like you need some additional help making decisions now i get that that could help the season and overall that's good to put that aside for your ego and whatnot but i mean like just like what that says about either what the organization thinks of you or like what we're seeing with our eyes so either way that's just man that's a that's an ugly. That's an ugly situation.
1: <laughs> so, all right, yeah, give me. I mean, we already said it a little bit, but give me the Jets for that game. Yeah, take I, the I, Jets. I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens. But. I agree. I'm What's about uh?
2: The, uh Jake, I'd be interested too. What are the other game? What are some of the other these hot games here? Let's 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 I'll, pick I'll let a couple here. Is,
0: but I did mention it there at the beginning. I wanted to go back to that three dollar, big old three dollar bet that I had on the Bills outright winning this the season. And last week it was three dollars and some change. They were willing to let me cash out. It has bumped up to four point seventy one. So <laughs> I got four dollars seventy one. Your 71. your
2: clam uh, meat is just selling. Brewing. well above it's market brewing. value now dude. again $3 the Buccaneers, I think they're
0: dropping again i have to listen to last week's episode but that three dollar bets now able to cash out 148 for the bucks so the bucks aren't looking great the Bucs well are the bucks just great. lost to the
2: Steelers, so that way i mean I they were like 10 point yeah. favorites so i mean like that that wasn't good for them but, but yeah, I, the I think, I think the bucks will still i think the bucks will stabilize i mean to be honest with you and if you look over a lot of stats here obviously he has had seasons but um tom brady like mainly walks into playoffs like a couple games above 500 and we're, I think where Brady power really lies is when he gets into deep playoff runs, like and when he NFL gets into certain situational football. Yeah. They're 3-3. Three three. Yep. It's not like, you know, there are some 5-1 and one teams out there, but, like, the Niners are leading at 3-3. Three and three, Baltimore's leading at 3-3. Three and three, So it's not like they're, like,
0: way behind, behind on, on, you know. You know. Three and three. Yeah, they're, and they're not range way range
2: behind and on three, people three, or whatever. Three, so, three. so So the— Tom yeah. Brady's always been really interesting, where he just kind of comes in. Now, obviously, he's had like sixteen and zero seasons. He's the goat, whatever. But like, even as I think when he won with the Bucks, I think they went in at like ten and seven into the playoffs when they won the Super Bowl. So it's not like they're coming in at like fourteen and you know two, at the time fourteen and two or you know with a seventeen week schedule now. But um, the
0: board, so are so so again, like the Bucks the
2: Bucks are there, but. I wouldn't I wouldn't count them out by any means, especially as you get further into the season with more injuries and you get if they make it into playoffs, like again, I just think that having Tom Brady at the helm with
0: that experience is, is helpful yeah. in that in that space. I still think it's kinda yeah, there's a lot of people that could definitely upset the season and, and take it for themselves. But... it's still
2: so early. Like like teams are still not gapped. I mean like the, the difference between the best and worst teams right now
0: are what, four games? Yeah, and we still have a
2: one in five to, to five, five I mean, so four so, games eleven weeks to go, yeah. So I mean like the yeah. you could st- yeah i mean you could be a game or two behind them within the next couple
0: of weeks so a lot, a lot can definitely happen so it's still still too early so close games we can look at the the odds in vegas for this but i mean we already had the first week or the first game of this week right which was the cardinal saints and obviously we had that great upset thanks to maybe d hop coming back and putting those additional yards out there but mainly the defense they they fucking kicked Chris can't they ca- catch a touchdown it. out of any of that a lot of interceptions there which is crazy but Hopefully we can keep doing that. I don't know if it's just a fluke. Pretty sure That was, was a bit but... of a track that well that was a bit <laughs> of a track
2: meet. So again, I think defense and then that was just because like the Saints are kind of beat up and like They don't know what the hell's going on. Andy Dalton's at the helm. Taysom Hill comes in sometimes. So I mean, I I don't think. Let me put it this way: unless they're playing someone that's maybe like a Carolina Panthers, I don't see
0: Arizona coming out and putting up 42 points next week. Probably not. Say that. See, I mean, Call of Duty did also just drop, so you know, Kyler's probably stoked to get home and play. (laughs) But in those levels, baby, let's go. Let's get this done. (laughs) Missing out. (laughs) But yeah, this uh, this next week we can talk about some of the games just starting right off the bat with the detroit lions versus the dallas cowboys now vegas has the cowboys at a negative 290 odds lions at plus 235 i think it's obvious we were just talking about the lions having one of the worst records but they also had the bye week so i think they're what one and four right now the cowboys are yeah their, i uh, think
2: if we're going to see another track meet match that one could be it the lions and the and two, uh so. and the cowboys I think the Cowboys win. You know, we we get Dak back here. Apparently, he has no restrictions. I don't even know if he's going to be... There's no brace that he's wearing. They even said he may not even be wearing tape on his thumb. Sounds like everything's pretty much good to go there. Um, I think the Cowboys are just kind of riding to high right now. I definitely think that they're more high-powered. Unfortunately, the Lions just can't. We got a little bit of the Lions going on over there with the Ravens, but they just can't close games out. Yeah, so But they they can score points, so I think that this game could get a little bit higher there
0: in points, but I think Dallas dallas will take this one yeah Vegas seems to think so too what about you tyler yeah. what are you thinking dallas yep
1: or... i got dallas yeah. i mean they um Dak's back healthy i mean he got hurt week one six six week recovery you know luckily they got the cooper rush treatment and were able to win you know most of those games without deck so he's allowed to get his full rest and come back healthy um yeah, he shouldn't have any restrictions. Yeah, and he's not coming back to where he's like is... they lost
2: four games in a row, you know what I mean? Right. He's coming back to a team where it's like, hey, we still have a we're I, we're still doing really well in the division. Obviously with Indeed. uh, you know, the Eagles and Giants in there, obviously it's kind of interesting, but um, yeah, you know, they're still doing feeling. well. And 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 NFC West could be one of those where the AFC North was a couple of years ago where three teams are making it into the playoffs, you know what I mean? So We always kinda joked We always kinda joked, imagine being like eleven and six or a ten and seventeen or whatever and not making the playoffs because your division is just that good. So NFC West could be that division this year.
0: NC east excuse east, yeah, me nfc east <laughs> and the commanders obviously have no chance there dan snyder is a whole other story but um i mean they're, yeah, they're ready to finish. blow up the nfl <laughs> yeah i'm taking I, you all down i wish he would man i'd For love me? to hear some of that dirt <laughs> as yeah. a fan i'd love to hear that shit yeah, yeah. a couple of farmer owners <laughs> up jerry the, jones up cussing NFL. at robert craft dude we got dan shit.
2: snyder spilling the tea i'd yeah. love that shit
0: <laughs> So right, yeah, so I think we're
2: all kind of do, yeah, yeah, we'll Cowboys, we'll take the Cowboys, Cowboys here to win, win. But so but I do think potentially this could be a good Cowboys game, like
0: them. a you know, a high twenty, <laughs> high thirty game. So Okay. Next down the line we got the Colts and the Titans. So Titans are at a negative one forty two. Colts are at plus one twenty. I think that's pretty much a coin toss too, and I'm not sure. There have been a couple of injuries on the Titans. I don't know if the Colts I mean the Colts did just upset I think last week we talked it was Colts and um the jaguars last week right and i think you guys were both betting on jags
2: oh, yeah i was taking the jags to win that, which they looked jags really think. good through the process of it and the colts fought back yeah this week i'm gonna back. take the i'm gonna take the colts to win the divisional game okay. they got jonathan taylor back he's healthy i think they'll feed him a lot and although he doesn't sometimes look like it and matt ryan in terms of passing and passing yards and and, and all that his um is near the top so i'm gonna go i'm gonna dogs. go ahead and take the I'll, I'll take the colts on this one division games are usually really good and usually really tight and obviously it's derrick henry and jonathan taylor so it could be a real ground-and-pound type of game but yeah i'll take the colts
1: what about you Tyler? And, yep i'm going tennessee they want so we're going
2: underdogs on this one yeah
0: no
1: chris is going underdogs uh, tyler's here underdog yeah <laughs>
2: Oh, did you say I, Tennessee Titans?
1: Yeah. Yep, I'm taking oh, Tennessee. Oh, man, I must
2: have misheard that. Okay, I thought you said
1: Colts. Yep, I'm taking Tennessee. They uh they won the first meetup already. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, and I think I said at the beginning, you know, Derek uh, Henry is, is the king. You know, yep. Jonathan Taylor can come back. That's great. Whatever. They look bad. They had one good game. I don't believe them. Yeah. Um, I think I, this game I, is low. I would take the. I would
2: probably take the under here. I think it's going to be like an eighteen to sixteen, something close like that. And, for I, I, and I, yeah. but I do agree. I think the Tennessee Titans are sure. definitely getting some momentum. Derrick Henry oh, yeah. scoring, you know, multiple touchdowns in a game now. He's getting running. Tannehill actually has not been bad for you know the weapons that are at his disposal. So I, I do think it could be a close game. It's a divisional game, so see how that turns yep. out.
1: I think a uh, winner takes lead of the division, so... Yep. I, yeah. For some reason,
0: I'm feeling the Colts. I have no actual reasoning
1: behind it. Just feel it deep in my plums. So we'll
2: take that underdog, let's baby. See. Let's get it down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Colts, Fantasy, I'm also taking them because they had a bye last week. They got to focus over on Indy okay.
0: all...
1: Yep, so That's they've fair. been preparing for them That's for two fair. weeks. Is it a home game? It is at... The... They're at home, yeah. and yeah. Jonathan Taylor didn't practice all, all right. week, but he did say he is going to play. He, so. yeah, he's
2: cleared to play. Yeah, well, let's say there'll be rest of a
1: it's so, <laughs> <as laughs> possible.
0: All right, now we got Giants and Jaguars. I think it's pretty. I mean, for me, I'm gonna pick Giants again. I mean, they're on a roll. They got the momentum. They're feeling themselves. And Jaguars just got beat last week. I don't. I don't know if that's gonna you know make them any better I, necessarily. But <laughs>
1: I'm with you. I'm shocked that they are the underdogs in this game. Yeah, um, Vegas has uh,
0: Giants at plus 142 and Jags at minus 168. Give
2: me the Jags. We're going. Yeah, dude, give me the Jags. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence, (laughs) J-Rowe, and ETN to eat apart this defense. Daniel Jones can't pass a ball. So give me the Jags to take it all. Doug Peterson pulls it out again. It's the upset of the week. Let's go,
1: Jags. Yeah. All right. It can't be the upset if they are the favorite. So I would upset. Up, they are,
2: <laughs> I think I think it'll be interesting in terms of just like because the Giants have done so well and their record, so it kind of is an upset in that format. But I, I, I think that I think the Jags are actually really close. They're in like every game that they play, not always the prettiest, but the, the, the I, I'm I'm a Jags fan. Let's, let's roll Jags,
0: baby i don't know man we'll see i don't i don't feel confident enough to let our uh, fan base know that they have money on that one but we'll see <laughs> Yeah, i've said
2: jets and jags so far today that i've almost just thrown up in my mouth now.
0: <laughs> probably why your betting account is empty but we'll see yeah exactly yeah that's true <laughs> yeah, that is true all right now it's your home team you know you born and raised this is the this is the battle of the choke artists this is
2: the battle of the choke (laughs) artists and this is my only major concern J.K. Dobbins is not playing at all because of his knee and he's getting arthroscopic surgery Mark Andrews I believe has not practiced this week Tyler G I didn't know if you had any update from, from yesterday I didn't
1: look but if
2: mark andrews he, doesn't play i believe Bateman's...
1: Practice, but i don't know if he did practice
2: yeah the thing about it is is like again he's a seasoned guy so i don't get too tripped out about him holding him out of practice the only concern of his i think he's just probably going to be a game time decision so he's usually very healthy really ready to go i know he had an e- injury or i think earlier in the year which is probably stemming to this and he still played so i think bateman is back uh andrews is back They'll still have Duvernay. Kenny Drake had a great game yesterday. Ronnie Stanley at left tackle is, is, is giving some push again up front, so that was good. Um, I think they're both choke artist teams, uh, but I'll take I'll take the Ravens here. I mean they're at home too, and I, I think the odds here.
0: In Vegas we actually are lose pretty... more home
2: games than we than we win, that's so that's not a good sign. But Vegas no, has a
0: negative three hundred for the Ravens. So but just so you know, the last time when we Rams. barely
2: beat Cincinnati at home, it was like the field goal or whatever. Uh-huh. That was to ba- break a five. That would have been we would have been zero and five at home. Oh, wow. stemming from last year into this year so so yeah we uh lamar's a phenomenal road uh, quarterback oddly enough which is i think more difficult i suppose but yeah but i i think i think we do win i think baltimore wins this game um not handedly but i think i think we i think we'll gap them
0: yeah i think i did place a bet on this one let me just double check although nick chubb is eating
2: so that could be an interesting thing but i made a i I
0: for a couple parlays a a big parlay i think it's what a five-leg parlay and no, they weren't a part of it. But I think
1: it's at the top right there.
0: It's this guy right here. This is this
1: is for my whole uh, division. Oh, gotcha. You, but yeah. So oh, Tyler,
2: Tyler I, are you taking? It sounds like you might take Nick Chubb and the Browns.
1: I am taking Cleveland. I think Baltimore okay. are a bunch of frauds. <laughs> I think they. But you're are you a
2: Steelers fan? <laughs> no,
1: I, I know, I know, Denver, I know Denver's bet, or uh, sorry, Pittsburgh's bet. But in any win they get is an upset. You know, I think Baltimore. They. They are almost like Denver. They started out hot. In the last four games I watched them play, it's... I'll, it's,
2: I'll bet you $20 the Ravens win. Flat out. Money lot.
1: Bet. <laughs> you heard it here yep. first.
0: All right, deal. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. And that's, then...
1: A, it's going to be a good one. I, I, I think, you know, Baltimore, you know, again, on paper, has... Uh, you know they should. Uh, win, we have right less there.
2: superstars than the Cleveland Browns
1: do, I think. But so. you, but, but you know, I would take Lamar over Jacoby Brissett. Well, is okay, okay, important. but would you
2: take him over Deshaun Watson?
1: But he's not playing.
2: I I know that, but I'm saying like like I guess and Jacoby Brissett hasn't been terrible actually. Either, and and, as, as
1: and, and, and if he right. was, yes, I still would. But <laughs> um, but the problem with Baltimore is they. They haven't shown me anything in the last four weeks where I'm like, this is a good team. They are they are like Denver to me. I look at this, this, this. It should all be good. This is a coach. This all should be good. And you know, then I think I it's watch, kind of the opposite I, of that. I watch them play. Lamar Jackson's stats have just been declining. You know, he hasn't completed over 60% of his passes in the last few games. He's yeah, not true. eclipsed 200 yards. He's had six turnovers. You know, so this offense... Yeah, they're,
2: they're I, definitely, there's definitely not a flow there. But I think, again part of that is like, and I'm not dishing on them too much, but I mean, it's like, you look, if you look at a lot of Baltimore stuff, secondary last year, obviously we were extremely injured, but like secondary is bad this year or last year. Secondary doesn't look great this year. Obviously some turnovers, which is good. I think Baltimore lacks an extreme amount of defensive pressure. We've been talking about that for years and they, we have not addressed that, you know, at all. We got a Duffy away, but that's, you know, he doesn't, it's not converting. So I think that's a big problem. The wide receiving core, in terms of who they're against their peers, is probably one of the worst in the league. The offensive line, for what we thought it was going to be, I feel like does does a good job for the most part, but isn't there. And then the running back core is completely in shambles. I mean, it has been for two years now. So I just feel like Baltimore really, besides Lamar, maybe like Mark Andrews, it's like you know, obviously you have Humphrey and Peters, they're good corners stuff like that, but it's just like a lot of the inner workings of things are bad. Like like for a team that was running the ball more than anyone else and literally is fixated on the run. We have not had a run game in two years and it's not necessarily because we're not drafting people or whatever. It's just everyone's injured and they're not ready to come back, obviously. So just like, it's, it's not the Baltimore Ravens. So it's like, we're, we're, they're playing and it's Lamar, but it's like, you know, we're not running the ball 50 times a game. You know what I mean? And then like the deep pass downfield off a of play action, like Mark Andrews in some of these games, is not controlling the middle of the field. Like we thought he would be. So it's, it's just like an interesting, armchair quarterback thought you know what i mean
1: so it's um yes that's all true but this is this is the same ravens we've seen over the last three years two years three years three years ago would have been 2019 yes
2: which would have been his mvp which is out of control good and then 2020 they didn't do good
1: he obviously they we had some injuries and then 2021 but, was. But that's what I, that's that, that, that is my point. <laughs> so, but I'm saying like he's on pace to match his his um, pass attempts of 2019, 2020, 2021. He had 400 attempts, 376, 382. He's on pace for 390 right now. So it's not been any different, and you've not lost. Yeah, you're right. running but your running backs have been the same you know last two years and the rushing mm. attempts are also on the same pace. yeah it i mean gus matter.
2: edwards hasn't taken a snap jk missed the first couple of weeks just got re-injured obviously mark ingram was still playing for us at the time so we have Kenyon drake i mean last year was a slew of running backs i just don't think we have the that's the identity of the team is run first and i don't think we have that so that's why it but looks i'm like just this. saying
1: the attempts and everything and yards on per carry all that stuff is matching up for your past three years well, there's n- there's nothing tomorrow we'll be able to find out, babies. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing different. Yeah. So that's why I'm that's why I'm taking clear. I'll no, I'll be, it, I'll it, be it, interested. So I'll be interested, it,
2: but I expect my Venmo as soon as we see <laughs> the, the zeros. <laughs>
1: Sounds good. Yeah, okay.
0: Deal. Right, next game we got up is the Bengals Falcons, and this will be interesting. Both of them have a three three record for the season. Yeah, so give me. I'll. T- okay. i
2: I'll keep it pretty short here, but okay. give me. Give me the Bengals. I will say yeah, I'm. I'm impressed with Atlanta. They're kind of like Detroit. They just can't close games out, but these fuckers will score thirty points. So, <laughs> I do think Cincinnati will take it because I think, again, there'll be a late game turnover. Barks Mariota into that defense into some of those corners. The safety will take it. Um, I'll take. I'll take Cincinnati.
1: What about you, Tyler? Yeah, same thing. I mean, not much to talk about. They're not They're the very great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, Cincinnati looks pretty suspect lately too, but I think, you know, Burroughs... I think the whole
2: AFC North is suspect.
1: <laughs> they are, and that's, you know, it's... um. Yeah, sure and sweet. Vegas (laughs) agrees with you. I mean,
2: obviously the NFC South, where Atlanta is too, with New Orleans and stuff, I mean, that's a questionable division. So I think that game could potentially be kind of boring too.
0: Negative 300 for Bengals, plus 245 for Falcons as of right now. Yeah, I mean, I think the Bengals
2: are just, again, like on paper, they're just better and obviously having, coming off a good year last year and then they started slow this year, but they've caught caught up a little bit mm-hmm. obviously back to that three and three mark so
0: i I, th- I think that's pretty easy for people to probably bet the bagels okay yeah probably some easy money there let's just if skip over not, this one and know, just say the start. packers <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got packers commanders dan snyder can <laughs> suck it we won't give him any more air time but yeah probably packers they're Negative two twenty-five. the only
1: the only thing to note is uh rogers is dealing with that injury so i was gonna
2: say That's the only thing that i thought about was you know heineke actually comes in and wins some of these games there's not a lot of film on him so like how they prep for him versus carson wentz things like that do you think the packers can take it because they can keep the ball on the ground better than the commanders can so i'll take the packers overall but it could be there could be some change there it's
0: gonna be yeah. a, a little cold day out and um and Washington, too. Oh, that's D.C. I should probably check the state.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, even worse. Yeah, you'll have a potential.
1: I, can... I think it's a big Aaron Jones game. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yeah, like I'm ball saying, ball if, they, if
2: they keep the ball on the ground between the tandem, I, I think it'll be, that. I'll take yeah. Green Bay.
0: Yeah, So. All right. Next one is uh, Bucks. Now this is one of the the legs in my five leg part. No, this took is... anything over four hundred.
1: Bucks. Odds. Well, we don't again. <laughs> we don't have to talk about this Bucks one. Uh,
2: no Baker Mayfield. Um, no Sam Darnold. They're playing P.J. Walker again. I think. Uh, no Christian McCaffrey. No Robbie Anderson. They're going to be down on their luck. They're 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 essentially
0: tanking. Out of all games, this this is the best odds in Vegas right now. Like that that would feet.
2: be. I mean, that would be a massive, massive, massive. massive yeah. Upset by by all means, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. what to like, that's,
0: that's
1: crazy. Yep. Yeah, I um, I see them winning by you know twenty to twenty four points. I
2: mean, like I don't know how much they'll debate about it. I definitely spread. think it'll be a good good point spread for sure
1: yeah
0: i mean, I mean brady that,
1: just lost to pittsburgh you know he's upset at his team yeah i mean they are over but over it's 13 and a half spread so they're you know no working. i i, I would take i, I think, think that's the biggest spread i've seen i'm this comfortable year, with the 20 a i'm comfortable with it nope uh buffalo and pittsburgh 14
2: oh okay which they they which they did cover that yeah uh but yeah so, i would so, take
1: yeah. a 20 point spread easily i mean i know i was really wrong on the tampa bay pittsburgh thing but Carolina, if you're just His in that locker room yeah. right now, you are just depleted of energy, effort. Yeah. You don't care. You i I want to be shocked place. that DJ Moore leaves yeah. the field at some point tomorrow. And, yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the guy. He's like a Terry McLaurin. I think he's a good receiver. He deserves better. And, you know, just never going to have that quarterback. Maybe next year when they get a guy, but we'll see. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Fair. I'll, I'll take Tampa. Yes, it, it, again, I put that in my five legs, so we'll see how that goes. Alright, next game we got Houston Texans at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders oh, with the negative man. 3.10 odds to win this bad boy with the 7 point spread. What
1: do you think? The problem is they're both bad. <laughs> you know,
2: here's, the, here's, here's again the hard part, right? The paper, right? We're looking one at a 1-4 in Raiders team, right? Yeah, and four. so, but they have Devontae Adams and they have Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs has been running the ball phenomenally but for some reason they can't win games. And the Houston Texans somehow stop the ball they're coming off a bye damian pierce is like one of the best running backs after contact and they somehow make it work i'm gonna take the raiders because i think that they're gonna be able to score some points but i would not be shocked if the tennis if the the texans keep this win it or keep it close Mm. i wouldn't be shocked but this is like i'm looking at paper here i'm looking at them being home they like if they lose another game they're basically out of it in their division because obviously the Chiefs and everyone else are just going to completely take off but like I'll take the Raiders I'm gonna I'm stay I'm gonna stay black and silver I'm going Yep.
1: yeah I agree I I think um I think they just are able to get the win the I think Devontae
2: Adams will just win yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I, I think the problem I think the problem with the Raiders is that now that they got Devontae Adams there's just almost he, he's just focusing him too much And he's missing the open opportunities otherwise otherwise on the field. So we'll see what they look like. I do think I think Houston covers the spread at seven, but I do think the Raiders will get that win. Okay.
0: All right, fair enough. I just realized, too, that my five-leg parlay spanned outside of this week, so I'm an idiot, but <laughs> that's, that's another thing that that. Yeah, that's okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just got to, you know, predict the future, right? But, um, all right, so next game that we have after this, we've kind of already talked about, but New York Jets at the Broncos. We already talked about how Russ is not cooking in the kitchen anymore, thinking that's an easy Jets win, but it is kind yeah. of a coin toss. The I the mean, is only I, I'm going to
2: – yeah, this is a coin toss. I'm going to take the Jets still – um, just because I don't have enough data on the quarterback. Again, we could see a Cooper Rush, billy Zappi type situation where he actually comes in and looks better than Russ. It very well could happen, but I, the Jets' defense has been playing pretty well. That guy doesn't take a whole lot of snaps on the Broncos. If he throws anywhere near Sauce Gardner, it's probably going the other way. So um, I'll I'll take
0: the Jets, take this one. But it, again, could be a very close game. So Yeah, that one's kind of up in the air. I can't can't say for sure. Tyler, you agree? Jets are...
1: Y- yep, yeah. yep. Jets and, and two Broncos players re- request a trade after this loss. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> I if I that maybe Elijah bet. Moore requests a trade when he gets no work in this game. Maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: All right, coming up on some of the last of the games of the day, tomorrow we'll have the Seahawks at the Chargers. Now, Chargers are negative 240. Spread is five points, so it's kind of close within touchdown, obviously. Uh, plus 198 for the Seahawks, but Seahawks... It's... Did it's just crazy
2: it's crazy to me that i even think seattle could have a chance i'm gonna just say the chargers before i talk myself into the seattle but god seattle seattle's just like uh geno smith's been doing great and and what's his name kenneth walker i think looks so good but austin elker's been eating is keenan allen coming back this week
1: He is, is he not healthy? playing they and then they got the bye next week so i would assume i mean i don't I think he said that he is not going to play, so I think he's going to just try to get through the bye week. Come back yeah, I mean, that one, that one, that one we
2: could see a little bit of a shock there. I'll take the Chargers to take it all, but I, that again, these are some good matchups. I mean, these are teams, again, it's like you think Seattle, no chance against the Chargers in that lineup on that paper, but I mean, Seattle's been doing well, so got to give it to him. but I'll take the Chargers on this one.
1: I'll also take the Chargers. I think Geno's run out of his magic. He is reverting back to Geno that we know um he he's done he's done okay but i i do think i don't think his early season efficiencies and stuff are going to be able to continue throughout the year um Mm -hmm. chargers they do have some good weapons i i think outside of doing some questionable fourth down calls in your own (laughs) (laughs) which is what gets the
2: previous head coach fired was clock management and like yeah
1: So if, if if they start, you know, going for fourth and three on their own 30 and, you know, turn the ball over because they don't convert, then I think that's how Seattle is going to win. But if they can mm-hmm. be smart and go out there and not, you know, go for these fourth downs in the second quarter when you're up by three, you know, be a little smart. I get it. Be aggressive, but be smart.
2: I think I, I totally agree. I think with Keenan a- Allen kind of being out, although they still have Mike, uh, Mike Williams and, and Gerald Everett and Palmer and some of those other guys over there, they throw the ball obviously pretty efficiently. But I think Eckler of the last couple of weeks has looked really good. They've been run, been able to run the ball pretty efficiently. So I think by kind of removing that out of it and being a little bit more ground and pound with Eckler and kind of little different situational pieces i i i think as long as like you said as long as they're not doing a lot of turnovers or like crazy fourth and threes on like their own 20 or something they i think they should be able to win the game
1: yep I
0: yeah. agree. fair I'm, I'm gonna again i just feel like i have to be you know the underdog guy here i'm gonna say i want to believe in nino i want to believe in it so i'm, I'm gonna, gonna say I'm to gonna gino smith hey yes, well
2: but... i mean he's <laughs> he's been doing well so i mean i, I think that's uh i think i hope okay. vegas
0: is wrong here but yeah we'll see all right so next one this is going to be another good matchup, and we just talked a little bit about it with uh, McCaffrey and everything, but we'll have the 49ers at the 49ers and the Chiefs. So yeah. the 49ers are actually not favored to win here. They're plus 114, and mm-hmm. the Chiefs are negative 134. And obviously I'm gonna, that's probably taking into account the trade, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> I'll keep it short and sweet. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I do agree with Vegas. I think it could be a pretty tight game here, but we've actually seen this game before, if you recall. Jimmy G versus Patrick Mahomes and Shanahan on the Walrus. Um, I don't think to what we were Just talking about. Just a little earlier, deep. Just yep. a
1: little deep.
2: little deep, Jimmy. And so um, <laughs> I think i do think that if christian McCaffrey had already been over here for two weeks i probably would lean more with the niners but because he's coming over we don't know the expectation for him if he goes and plays full snaps and he's in there for the game like i mean like that could be something but
0: do you think he's going to much... assimilate nicely with the offense do you think it's going to take some oh time yeah i
2: mean kyle shanahan is an absolute genius in terms of offensive like schemes and i think christian McCaffrey is a piece that you could use so much better than what we've actually ever seen him been used like in panthers realm mm-hmm. so i think that he's a remarkable piece for that it's just the guy just landed in san francisco he's just learning the ski and i can't imagine yeah. kyle shanahan's offense being something you could probably understand within a couple of days right so like i just think that he probably won't be up to full speed and i think patrick mahomes is coming off a big loss yeah. so i think that they're going to come in pretty hot so i'll take the i'll take the chiefs to win yeah. but if it was a couple of weeks down the line and they had christian mccaffrey running it may be a different
0: story. spread is pretty close too, 1.5 so yeah that'll be yeah. that should be a good game yep and the defense yep. for the Niners have been have been
2: really solid, so it's um, again late game pick by Patrick Mahomes could be the difference there,
0: but it
2: it, it should be a close game. But uh, uh, give me the give me the Chiefs. Okay,
1: all right. Yep, I I agree. They uh the Niners I did have them win the division, but with this trade, I do see them in the Super Bowl this year. Wow, they um Big. they are the best team in the NFC. I I think Philly's got a great offense, they got a great defense, but against nine. when 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 I you. Can <laughs> when you can stop the Jalen Hurts and other kind of stuff, there, I think Philly's gonna kind of suffer with the um, experience aspect of it. Yeah, I, I totally but, agree.
2: Yep, I was just gonna but, say uh, that the experience. But in space. this,
1: in this game, I you know I feel bad for the cameramen. There's gonna be a lot of action, <laughs> play action, a lot of motion on both Pate. sides of the ball. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I think it's gonna be a fun, exciting game to watch. But I will take the Chiefs. I do think they'll keep it close. Both you know, Niners got to. A better defense, but I think, you know, I never count on Andy Reid. I loved him in Philly. He's one of my favorite coaches ever. He's just a mastermind in the plays that he calls yep. every week. He he plays something that you just don't see. So I love his Liberty I, Mutual commercials, too. They're wonderful. <laughs> they're... <laughs> Look, the great thing Wilson about Burnt. him, too, is like, you actually can what I love about
2: Andy Reid, too, is like, like he's like one of uh, so many of those other great coaches before him is like, you actually see Andy Reid, like some of his developed plays. I know it's I, they've done them previously, but like, we never really saw like these tight end like inside pitch plays like on the goal line where like a tight end will squeeze in in between like the tackles and the the quarterback will essentially just like pitch it to him and he'll run in or whatever that started with Patrick Mahomes like as of recent and then now you see these teams seen Baltimore do it uh Pittsburgh did it I've seen so many teams do it and it's like oh Andy Reid like what an effect he has on the league we see you know the Philly special is another one right how many teams now are running Philly specials so it's like oh, we yeah. see these plays now. So I, I love that Andy Reid, like, comes up with these things and reinvents them, and then it's like, oh, now we see other teams starting to do them. So, yeah, love me some Andy Reid.
1: Fans, Kansas City for the win.
0: All right. No, I definitely – I think I'm going to agree with you guys on that one. Now, Tyler, we kind of talked about it too, but the Steelers, they are not favored to win. Vegas has them at 7.5 on the spread and plus 285 against the Dolphins. Ve- so.
1: Vegas is uh, is a smart – City, um, and except for
2: last week they weren't.
1: I mean, sometimes you just get unlucky, but no, give me. You know, this is the battle of concussions teams right back. here. We got Kenny against Tua. uh <laughs> <The> little <laughs> <laughs> <out.
2: laughs> Everybody's looking the wrong direction. Uh-huh. Huh? <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, yeah the, there's a lot of head trauma in this game. Uh, it, it, I it's mean, a yeah, we game, kind huh? of short and sweet. We know what it is. I'll, t- I'll take the the Dolphins to win as well. I mean, they're the favorites there. I think they're playing they're playing in Miami as well. So yeah. it's a. Um, you know, I just – we haven't I, – I, we still haven't seen a lot of Kenny Pickett because the poor guy got hurt, but he's back now. And I think you guys have some more big key defensive players coming back. Imagine you have Minka and all them coming back now. So um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, like, we haven't really seen Tyree Hillen and, and Waddle since two has obviously been out. So it is a first game back. So I I think it could be a little tighter than than we think. But, yeah, I'll take, I'll take Miami to, to take the W.
1: Just like any game against Pittsburgh, if you sleep on them, they can beat you. Um, yeah,
2: they can get turnovers, especially on these teams that are kind of like the gunslingers.
1: You know what the, I mean? The issue here is that without Watt, even though Alex Highsmith is leading the NFL in sacks, and Cam Hayward's obviously, you know, future Hall of Fame, most
2: expensive defense in the league. Yeah, they produce,
1: but the most expensive player's not playing. But you know, that's been. Um, That's been our situation since week one. You know, he's been out for six weeks. We probably won't get him back to week nine, 10, 11. Who knows? I don't don't expect them to win a game until then. So any win that they do, you know, is just a little. Yeah, I think it it to be close. I
2: think think Terry, I think two has probably got two turnovers in him. The question then just remains is where the turnover is and if you guys can capitalize on it. Because again, I think your offense just struggled with moving the ball. So if they if you guys can get two turnovers and get two touchdowns off that I definitely think it's it could be a close game or or, or an upset but
1: it, this is this we'll is see. a whole Denver thing for me where I'm just hoping that the play calling gets better and each week I watch it it just, it just doesn't We the only definitely. time our offense is efficient is for whatever reason in the last 2 minutes that's the only time we pass it down the field just, <sighs> it doesn't doesn't make it doesn't make any sense but you yep. know Kenny Pickett you know he looks good he can throw a ball he reads he does all this stuff the problem yep. is, is the play calling is just it's the same as it's been: three yard slant, four yard out, wide receiver screen, and around. Yeah, and, you, and I
2: think you guys have been playing that for the last couple of years with the, obviously with Ben, where now is kind of just no it's, that it's, that's it's, that's
1: it's the, you could stuff. you could literally line everyone across the board five yards, you know, straight across, and you'll be able to prevent. Amazing how many
2: balls don't pass the line of scrimmage that you guys throw.
1: It's, 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 it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous because, like, like I said, you see us in the two minutes. We go down. It's like 30 yard completion, 20 yard completion, 17 yard run, 40 yard run from. And Connor they're Hayward. usually
2: the highlight of the week. It's like a one-handed George Pickens catch or something. Yeah. It's like the catch of the Four. week, and it's like 38 yards. It's like, oh well, you guys could try that a
1: couple more. So well, Connor like, Hayward, you know, <laughs> against Tampa Bay, you know, gets that ball and play where Kenny Pickett gets concussed or whatever, runs it for 40 yards up the middle of the field. Kind of reminds like, me of that-
0: Overwatch. You know, you get play of the game, but you just don't get the win.
1: Yeah, was, you know, yeah. sometimes it's sometimes it's just not worth it, you know. I'd rather get the win, so yeah. it's it's just you know I I, I do I think I, I'm glad it's a prime time game. I've not been able to really watch the Steelers this year because. And I not think been that's
2: another big part of it too. Is is this Kenny Pickett in a prime time game? So we'll get some Kenny. So again, more data towards the rookie. It kind of you know it'll be interesting if he can you know handle the lights because we definitely know that there's Kirk Cousins. There's quarterbacks out there that if they're on prime time. They can go thirty-seven and two, which I believe is his record. So, that's um, yeah, not not great. So, all right, well, anyways, last game we'll of the see. week
0: here we go on Monday night. We got the Bears and the Patriots. Patriots negative three hundred and ninety. The Bears plus three hundred and ten with a seven and a half spread. Let me tell you how this game's gonna go. Okay, <laughs> Let me tell you how this game's gonna go.
2: There's a man that works for the New England Patriots called Bill Belichick. Okay, never heard of. Him. This man has a statistical career of a god against young quarterbacks okay what he also does is makes these phenomenal defenses out of nothing after he trades away jc jackson and these incredible pieces he finds late in the draft and somehow still stops these guys bill belichick is about to mentally destroy the bears methodically through running the ball and defense i will take the new england patriots to not only win to cover the seven and a half points,
1: <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. I mean, this game,
2: and I'm not a big this, New England guy, but th- that that's what's going to happen. <laughs>
1: this this game, I will be turning off at halftime because <laughs> I expect Chicago to probably have I don't know ninety yards and two turnovers. I would say I don't know if it's a fumble. I don't know if it's two interceptions. I don't know what it is, but New England with Zappy. It looks great, uh, Ramondre. And, and Damian Harris is great. supposed to be back, and, so they're going to yeah. get their tandem back still. So that'll be interesting to see. I think. If I New phenomenal, England,
2: dude. <laughs> I, yeah,
1: I, if I was New England, I'd be like, "You lost your spot," you know, Damian. Um, he, Ramondre just looks like the better back. He he has proven that. Hey, you give me enough, you know, carries, I can run for 130 yards. I can get two touchdowns. I can do all this stuff. I think when you have these tandems, it kind of takes away from certain running backs having that buildup that they need to just ground and pound and wear down the defense. So, obviously, Damon Harris can come in and be a bruiser and stuff like that, too, but I just think if you do that, then you're taking away from Stevenson kind of having these games that he's had in the past. In Chicago, they do have a good defense. I will say that, but on the offensive side, I don't imagine them really threatening New England and keeping this game close by any means, so... I think this one's probably over... They will have possession have. the whole
2: time. Yep, it'll be... Yep, yeah, I agree. No. Yep.
0: I, and that was one of the legs that I actually did put into the five leg. One of the two, apparently, this week, the other three, are next week's games. But um, it's interesting. I, I made the bet just before this podcast, and we're recording roughly 10 in the morning is when we started, but they were 405 at the beginning, and now they've apparently dropped the odds down to 390, so I'm not sure what's exactly changed in the last hour. Maybe there's some news that I haven't seen or something, but... Yeah, still going Matt with the Patriots. Jones is playing. Still going with the Patriots. We'll have to see, but yeah, I think we made a lot of good predictions this week. We'll have to see how those all pan out. We'll check in again next week. But if you guys had to recommend to the listeners a single bet to you know get a couple of doll hairs, what would you what would you recommend? is it an anytime touchdown is it just a flat money line you're looking for a spread
1: like where would you put your money i, I know chris calls his an, an underdog but it's not but give me the giants all day <laughs> to beat jacksonville i know they're uh they're yeah, underdogs. that is but probably
2: I... a good bet because yeah that's that's probably good i don't I mean, know how that's the giants one are, one are one actually one favorites or not favorites in that that is yeah. probably a pretty good bet you can make um, some
1: money.
2: Yep. let me see where else where i can go with something here I'm trying to think
0: now you bet your money against tyler on the ravens right and so they're negative 300 and he's saying i'll take the browns so we'll
1: have to see how that one pulls out but yeah i we'll think definitely that have just to... really comes down to defense and the way baltimore's defense looked and the the depletion of the offense you know cleveland's still scoring points i i haven't i don't know what baltimore's going to do they the the pedals to the metal in the first half and then they come out of halftime and they think they already won the game or something i don't know what happens <laughs> but it's um you know just these just the second half has killed them so i think cleveland's going to just be able to keep going i don't know i haven't seen it from baltimore I, yeah the like i said I'm battle of the it.
2: choking team so it, it'll be horrible <laughs> either way but hopefully baltimore can sneak it out because it's another big division one for us but I, I it's, it's a pretty close game because I think the spreads only two and a half on this but technically they are a quote unquote underdogs I think the Colts over the Titans. It's a big divisional game. I do think it'll be close Indy, to clutch it out
0: yeah that'll be interesting. I think I think that's a good call it's a good money maker. We already talked about we all line on the Buccaneers but you're not going to make any money at10 dollar wage when you have Buck 33 so if you're not trying to lose your money yeah. I think we all agree you go with the bucks if you're trying to make a little bit of cash. I think the Giants is a good upset call to make, and I think the Colts as well. I'd I'd like to think that the Colts are going to win too. I think they have a little bit of momentum, but like you mentioned, Tennessee had that week off, and it's a home game, so we'll we'll have to see. All in all, though, appreciate the predictions this week, guys. We'll see uh, how it pans out, and uh, check in again next week, see what we think.
2: Yeah, we'll talk to you next week.
0: All right, until next time. Later.